Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! I'm Slide Whistle and my mic is still on. Push to talk. Oh no, you noob, Slide Whistle. It's me, the professional. Immunization. Immune. I am very professional at the podcasting business. Hey, it's me, Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. I have to put my keyboard on my lap because it doesn't have the little armies that hold it up. So when I hit a button, it makes the desk shake. Something that I heard for two whole hours this Saturday. You heard your desk shake for two whole hours? Were you banging Kate on your <laughs> desk? <laughs> no. Uh, our bed is literally next to it. That would be a wasted opportunity. But no, I meant when I was playing Dragon Quest V on my Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. Every time I made a movement, you could hear... And that's that's just great listening. Look at this cheap plug. I love it. My favorite part was the picture of your cat on your desktop. Yes, because of the way the game was played, you got to see all of my desktop. And I had to hide the way I was playing the game in a folder that's like totally legal streams. <laughs> you know, it, it works. If it works, it works. I I have I made a beautiful drink for this recording. I got myself an angry captain. I dropped a shot glass of rum into a glass of angry orchard cider. So I'm ready to fuck a party, bitch. Yeah, me too. It's been a while since we've made these boys. I just have an old cup of coffee. I have a fun one and then I have a boring one so that I'm not too excited. You should pour it into a water bottle while it's hot, you know, and then... Wait oh, for a while. This, this hasn't been hot for about 30 minutes. It's just sludge at this point. Yeah, throw it into a water bottle and put that in the microwave and see what happens. That'd be great. The smell would last for years. Well, you know, whatever ended up happening happening with Sid and Gino with those boots? Remember when he had the boots and he lost his boots? They were like the really fancy nice boots that he was proud of, right? Yeah, there were his beetle boots. But didn't like Gino steal them in the Kamal episode? He like got robbed, right? Aaron. Yes, Hello. yes, I'm sorry. I was aggressively Googling. He had those boots during the Monkey Man episode, and the whole thing was oh. that his boots were being stolen as Monkey Man was integrating himself into upper society. And he's like, you're nothing anymore. You're nothing, Monkey Man. You're just a joke. And that's <laughs> when Monkey Man came to Arnold and was like, I think I want to live on the streets again. Monkey Man. Monkey Man's... Honestly, is that supposed to be like a commentary on like mental illness in the streets? Because that was sort of a homeless man just like running around dripping across buildings, right? I feel like Hey Arnold actually did that a lot. Yeah, Chocolate he... kid. <laughs> I mean, uh, granted, that's just the life living in like inner city New York. He interacted with a lot of homeless individuals in varying states of mental distress. And that brings me to our this week's Time War. What? Are we having a Hey Arnold themed Time Warp this week? Here we go, here we go. They have 40 seconds to answer as many quick, quick, as many correct questions to the question answers I give them. <laughs> Are you yeah, ready? Yeah, sure, I can do that. Sure. That sure sounds like what we do here. <laughs> Let me get a timer set up before I pop the question. 
and your guys' cherries. Oh. oh, we've got quite the night ahead of us. It's not even our anniversary. Slide said, bitches, I made an angry captain. We're getting wild this episode. Okay, I want you guys to name as many World of Warcraft items you can think of. If it can go on your bag, it's an item. Ready, set, go. Hearthstone, Stormwind Cave, Hearthstone, Garrison, Hearthstone. Garrison, uh, Hearthstone. Oh, I don't know the official um, names of all these teleportation gold, items. Silver, um, copper. Um, <laughs> I don't know why this is really funny to me. Um, spark Spanner. Mechaneer Spark Spanner. Uh, um, potion Ventus of Intellect. Runes. Potion um, of Health. Potion of Stamina. Potion of, like, the um, Mana Potion. Sp spiritual Mana Potion. Spiritual Healing Potion. Um, uh, augment Time Worn Shard. Um, um, I look at it every day. <laughs> I can tell you I don't think of the thing. Whoa, this was interesting. Aaron had a very strong lead for a while. However, I don't think I can accept the gold or the copper it's in or your the silver. Bag. It's not really in your bag, though. It's just like a, you just see the number at the bottom of your bag. It's not actually held within the confines boo, of your bag. Boo, it's not an item. Is booing. You can't delete it. I, it wasn't classic, I'm sure. <laughs> they made you hold <laughs> on to physical gold. Like each individual bronze piece that takes up a slot in your bag in classic you know so I, th I think pending the removal of the currency and with the immune's last minute push of naming all the different healing and mana potions he pulled through with like seven and aaron had five or four i'm not sure the table will be reviewed but aaron drink that cold coffee <laughs> it's funny because like I completely blinked. I'm like, I don't think I've ever had anything in my bag ever for like the first 20 seconds of that. How the fuck did nobody say Medallion of the Legion? What's wrong with you guys? It's not in my bag because I, I crushed it. Yeah, it's never in my <laughs> bag. I put it in my hand and then it's dust on the floor. Gosh. What a lovely cold coffee that was. Mm -mm. And if there's one thing that makes it even better, it's having to slurp all of it. Mm. Okay, so we got a few emails and a review. So I guess our first email we received earlier in the week was from Vanderlyle, and it has some exciting news for us. He says he made a move to Proudmore, and he has, in fact, joined our guild, and he decided to go with the name Vanderlyles with an S at the end because, you know, Ooh. as previously established, his name was taken for some reason on Proudmore. But he also has forced us to bring back a much-beloved segment and I don't know if we officially named this one, but we are doing a LinkedIn review. Dun, 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 dun. LinkedIn review. Monkey man. My boots. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Arnold, Arnold, they stole my beetle boots. So, okay. Sorry, Vanderlyle, but you probably got like five notifications from me, like opening and closing your profile. Um, but here we go. I sent screenshots of it to you guys. Let's break this down here. We won't dox him, but he has, you know, a decent amount of experience logged here. You know, he has like his last four-ish jobs. I feel like that's uh, pretty solid. Yes, we're looking at a solid uh, seven years of <laughs> occupation. So that's good. Spent the better part of the last decade employed. We got some education info. I don't see any skills and endorsements, though. Wait, can well, we be no. an endorsement? There are skills. His skills include accounting, team development, 
and business relationship management. Very important. Oh, no, I see them now. Yeah. You know, Vanderlyle, I'm going to hit you with this connect and I will start endorsing you. <laughs> so you, you can have those endorsements as well, even though I don't really know much about other people's business, but I'm going to say I do on LinkedIn because fucked LinkedIn. Let's make a DNR LinkedIn account to endorse our listeners who send us their thing and make their pages less desirable to other people. <laughs> What really caught me was Vanderlyle's about section in which he's written a little bit about himself. Proud father, dedicated teammate, courageous adventurer. If you laugh, you think and you cry. That's a full day. That's a heck of a day. You do that seven days a week. And then the it screenshot says, okay, I got, doesn't I got have it. more. <laughs> Sorry, I did not click see more. Uh, it's only four more words. It says you're going to have something special. And you know what? That's good. I really like the inspiration because my own LinkedIn is just a list of programs that I know. It's like Aaron last name is a videographer that knows this, this, this and this. What if we what if we stole what if we all stole this for our LinkedIn page and just put that exact quote on our stuff? Does it work? I don't know. Are we like forming a LinkedIn team where all of us throw this on the end of our bios at the beginning of our bio? Clearly it works. Vanderlyle has seven years of work experience. How do you think he landed all those positions with this bomb-ass quote? Yeah, so what do we, what do we think? What's our scale? I, I forget here. Okay, so in reality, really, really think about this. Look at the people and pages related to Vanderlyle. Progressive Grocer, sure, whatever. Uh, is that Bill Gates, I see? Look, it's Bill Gates, 35 million followers. Bill Gates and, is appearing and, on your related. And Richard Branson, the founder of Virgin Interactive. I'm sorry. Is, uh, so Vanderlyle is literally a celebrity up here with these people. I think we got to rate this profile pretty high. Yeah, because we want Bill Gates to get to send us a fucking LinkedIn review. So this is yeah. going to be a, a what? Well, what's our scale? <laughs> what's our scale? I don't know. I think we said eight, maybe, was the highest. Or maybe I'm just making things up. Well, if that's the case, I'm going to give this an eight out of eight. It's a real quality LinkedIn page. And more importantly, I want to hang out with Richard Branson in space. And it sounds like Vanderlyle is my one ticket to get there. Let's go, baby. Max rating. Yeah, let's go three for three max rating. <laughs> I don't know what the scale is, so we're just saying maximum. <laughs> Well, there you go. The, another quality LinkedIn review. Why do we like this? I don't know. <laughs> so much of this program hasn't been Warcraft yet. Oh, actually, we did say some items. So we're yeah, off the hook. Okay. We bought ourselves we're five good. more minutes of Monkey Man. But we did get a separate email as well from Dracoris. And he says, hi, guys. So I love your show, but I'm going to save all of the positive stuff for the five star review. I'm leaving you guys separately. This is not a happy email, fuckers. I am speaking as someone who recently had to research Murlocs. Don't ask, but if you guys check out episode 8 of LFR, you'll see why. Okay, check it out, okay, check it out, check Mr. It out. Mr. Plug. No, it's good the, shit, look the, at it. The, the enemy from Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Mr. Electric with his plugs. No, but legit, check out LFR if you want, if you want uh, a nice bite-sized lore podcast. I love it, and I love their Discord community, so shout out to them. But Dracoris continues, he says, As a part of that research, I found this. Murlocs are descendant of Gorlocks. Gorlocks are descended by an ancient frog guardian. 
This means it's almost certain that Big Daddy Cragwa is responsible for every single murgle, murgle, murgle that was ever murgled. Cragwa gets return business on his froggy cloaca. Cragwa makes babies. Cragwa hops in the sack. Then he continues to say, Ilden has literally never gotten laid, ever. If it fits o- over his horns, that fucker would be wearing a fedora. Matranda. <laughs> that's, that's great. <laughs> I mean, and he's not wrong. It kind of is his whole story arc that he doesn't get laid. And then he continues, Remornia is just a sword. How much more phallic can you get? Kragwa has a cloaca. Representation, guys. If Merasmius is getting a second chance based off a listener email, Kragwa needs one too. If it doesn't happen, I will release several tadpoles into the Chicago water supply every hour until my demands are met. Maybe. Murgle, murgle yours, Dracorus. Maybe. I love the non-commitment. So like, maybe I'll do this, maybe I won't. You won't fucking know until it happens, or it doesn't. <laughs> he said, tadpoles are pretty small. Give them a couple of weeks, maybe a month, they'll be big frogs. <laughs> the Chicago River's nothing but frogs now. All I needed to hear, and was be reminded of, is that he sired all those fucking murlocs. And I forgot, just look at his fucking, his area. All the son of Cragwall just hanging out there. He fucks a lot. He's got a warty dick and not afraid to use it. But yeah, thanks for the email, Dracorus. Oh, also, I guess we have a review, so get your shots ready. Oh boy, here I go. So we have a five-star rating from Dracorus, and it says, Honestly, it is rare to find a podcast where the hosts have such great chemistry and, frankly, so much fun. There are a hundred reasons to listen to these guys, but right now I am hooked on the sexiest NPC contest. Hashtag justice for Kragwa. Aaron, Slide, and Immune bring a hilarious insight to WoW, and I'm really glad to have found their show. Keep it up, guys. Aw, thank you. That one made me feel good in my heart. And it's going to make me feel weird in my mouth when I take the shot. (laughs) Oh, boy. I ran back to my computer chair. I spilled deodorant. Oh, I spilled. I knocked over deodorant. Imagine you spilling deodorant. Gooey substance all over your table. Also, what a good review. Thank you. Hold on, everyone. This is breaking news. The man that is the face of the K-E-K-W emote on Twitch and that one meme where a Spanish man laughs at whatever topic you're interested in just died. No! The guy who wheezes when he laughs with the bad teeth? I love those videos. His name is like Juan Yoya Borja, famous Spanish comedian El Resist. Recitas. How how old was he? Uh, why, why, why am I actually like legitimately sad right 65. now? Sixty <laughs> five. Oh, he wasn't even that old. What did he die of? Laughing too hard. And that man knew how to fucking laugh. That's for sure. I love that fucker. Rest in power, King. Speaking of power, <laughs> you know who's gonna get all the power in nine point one? Uh, us. No, a spoiler. Oh. Whoa, whoa, wee, 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 get the fuck out of here if you don't want a fucking spoiler. I want an email about it. So leave if you don't want to be spoiled, because we will look at literally everything possible that we can spoil. And if and we you, have since day one, if you get in the comments and say, oh, you guys spoiled me, even though I listened to the, re- the warning, I will laugh at you like famed late Spanish comedian El Recitas. Oh, it's so soon. But in particular, we have some interesting 
story beat spoilers here, and you guys want to start with the Dreadlord themed one? Yes. Sure. Let's fucking go. So I guess in like the one of the quest lines of the Chains of Domination patch, we start to go on this quest with Lady Vash and Kalthos Sunstrider, aka KT. No, not we're not calling him KT, or I'm not at least. It, it, so, you know, <laughs> it's always a good time when you pair up KT and LV. <laughs> LV Louis Vuitton. Yeah, L- Louis v- Vash. Well, anyways, you are sent to Revendreth by the. Primus to help solve with a Dreadlord problem, and I guess Vash is sent because she has experience with this topic. Okay, but basically, isn't the meat and potatoes that Vash was never actually Vash to begin with, and that she's been a fucking Dreadlord this whole time in the Shadowlands, not like in general, but in the Shadowlands that we dealt with her, it's been a fucking Dreadlord posing as her. So, do we know, is she real? Or just Lady Vosh doesn't exist. It's just been this guy this whole time. I thought that um, I thought that she's basically like, yeah, I'm here and I'm the real one now. Because after you find the fake one, then she's like, here I am. I was locked up or something. Yeah. The un- unseen guest starts in Keeper's respite with Baroness Vash. Although the one you initially talked to is revealed to be a fake. The real Baroness Vash shows up and promptly defeats the fake which is revealed to be an infiltrated dreadlord. Okay, so maybe the one we haven't always talked to has been a fake. So the one you talked to initially in the storyline is fake. Okay, because the one that you first meet in Meldraxxus talks to you as if you have met before, as if you were the one to kill her, right? So, mm-hmm. well, I don't know, maybe a dreadlord would know that. Yeah, it just is that basically, like, when, when you first encounter during this quest line in 9.1, the one you initially talked to is fake. So the one that we hung out with in the beginning during questing was probably the real Vash. But who's to say? Who fucking knows? Dreadlord shit, you know? But then we also got some information about how the Stone Rite, the one of the Venthyr who has the Medallion of Wrath. And she originally was like kind of like teetering the line between aligning with Denethrius and not. She wouldn't outright join the Rebellion with you. In the current storyline that we have going on, and then it was kind of she was kind of like in the middle going forward after Denathrius f- technically fell. But I guess in nine point one, there is information that has been found. It's like in a weird way that like what some like weird French text was translated, and then they found <laughs> out that maybe she has actually had to deal with a loon this whole time. Yeah, I love that it was through the French text being translated, because the French text included an extra sentence that like was like, wait a minute, a loon? And I'm like, why only the French one? <laughs> yeah, so it kind of implied that like the stone, right? You know, she's the one who used this power of this medallion to create all of the stoneborn, may have made a deal with a loon, and... I don't know what that implies, but does that imply that all stoneborn are like descendant or like of the power of a loon? All Stoneborn are made by the powers of Elune, who is the night elf goddess. And what are night elves, if not just weird trolls? Blizzard said everyone's a troll. Stop trying to ignore this fact. You're all trolls. <laughs> Got him. But also, is this the first time that we've seen Elune taking agency? Not as just like a vague deity that is the sun, but like... Someone's like, yes, a loon paid me with anima and money. 
So I don't know if it really said that, but like the stone right used the power of a loon to make mm. them along with like infusing them with anima. So I, I don't know, but she, I think the stone right is definitely aligned with a loon. So that is interesting. We've seen, and I'm, we've seen yeah, I'm unsure how that a loon and the night elves bring like inanimate objects to life before. Uh, but I, I guess that leans more into druidism. When, but like, where, who? Like walking trees and stuff. I think the trees, I think they're born that way, right? Aren't they like born real? I don't think they're like made like Pinocchio style. Into, like, I, ancients uh, or like literally a race. anyone else than other than me would be the person to go to because I know so little of druidism. But I thought they can just like craft new life into nature like that. Maybe, but I think the ancients are like just like a race of just like people, like like the ants and like uh, Lord of the Rings. I think we're too long to figure out what they were there from. Or like Groom Noom Gruik. <laughs> or her sister, Jainalina Shindalina. There's some crazier names in Groom Noom Gruik, and I could not believe and, that when I learned the, it. The, the fact that they are so long and wild means I see them and I go, wow, and then I forget. So I cycle back to go use the flight path again, and I'm like, wow. What a name! I'm amazed by the same guy three or four times a day. So, this is also... I, I feel like I've never... Have I ever said the theory that I think that Turalian's Dreadlord on the podcast? I think I always meant to say it, but I never got around to be able to say it. Was it was like episode 82. You were like, I've got a cool thing I want to talk about, but I don't think you ever did. I never said you it. You edged it for a long time. You may have actually said it, though. I think... I maybe I don't know because I I remember there was a big Dreadlord article that I had read like way back when and I wanted to talk about it but whenever it came up we got too drunk and there was like eight minutes left and we're like we can do other things with this time <laughs> to discuss about Dreadlords but we have not been back to Stormwind or I'm assuming Orgrimmar they're like uh, geo political systems on who's running what and and what's happening. I am still convinced that Terralian is going to be replaced by a Dreadlord because Lathraxian, the Lightforged Nathrazim, he would have easy access to Terralian as like the like number one big commander Dreadlord guy of the army. I feel like you cannot sway a Dreadlord to your side. Like they're always going to be conniving and tricky. It also, like, your theory also kind of aligns a little bit with that book that we discovered in um, Revendreth that implied that the Nathrazim have somebody who is undercover and is trusted. So that could be that Lightforged Nathrazim you're talking about. Now, do you think that this big switch happened sometime during the narrative of Legion or BFA? Or do you think Turalyon has always been replaced? I think it. I think it's gonna happen post Legion because Lothraxian had to earn people's respect and trick them, and then he has to get Turalyon on the seat of power in the first place, right? I feel like they probably would have waited until they got him on the throne to make any moves because who who else would have access to Scooby Doo move the bookshelf and trap Turalyon behind this random like area other than Lethraxian, who's like, you know, the basically the, the commander-in-chief of the Army of Light in Turalyon's absence. That or it's Illyria taking over by the Void. <gasps> what, is, what is she doing? Where has she been? That's a valid question. I don't know. They oh, you know have what, just though? been 
being rude. I think she's supposed to be doing her own mission to find Sylvanas, but maybe like didn't get the memo that she's in the Shadowlands. So she's still tormenting undead people around the globe. Because uh, if there was one person who would be able to like suss out a Tyrannian imposter, it would be, you know, his wife and uh, lover. But if she's busy with like void screams and Sylvanas, she won't notice. She's like, fucking finally, he's, he's leaving me alone. <laughs> Annoying fuck. Or would a Dreadlord try to seduce her lover? Oh, think about that. Think about fucking a Dreadlord <laughs> by accident. It, like very like American Horror Story season one with that like big rubber suit Ooh. guy. Ooh. Can you imagine getting a whiff of Ball Nazar's Ball Nazar's? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> the stench of my twisting nethers. No! Twisting nethers! Dude, that's so nasty. What's wrong with you? But his comb is all <laughs> Don't green. Be offset by my malgayness. <laughs> his comb is all like green and like, 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 <laughs> it's just crackly. Gloopy. It's like so nasty. <laughs> Oh, honey, what's wrong? Oh, I ate a lot of pineapple. I heard it taste the consistency. <laughs> I, I, I had a weird pizza. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Yeah, okay, sure. Speaking of cum, bring us into the next subject here, Immune. Well, speaking of cum, another storyline that ha- <laughs> that we've been exposed to in 9.1 is this interesting thrall quest line and by interesting i'm like i I don't know it doesn't interest me in particular but (laughs) other people will probably be pretty interested because it's basically one where he gets to meet his mother oh (laughs) right his okay i'm not gonna does anybody else out there confuse aggro with uh fuck what's her name i think you're just orc racist (laughs) she's not even the same color Uh, who what does draka even look like who has a Valdraxi character? Anyone? Nobody. Uh, I had one months ago. All your alts. Are you actually going to see what she looks like? No, I can see her. She's got, like, green skin. She's got Death Knight glowy eyes. She looks better she than is, she she's, before. She's green and has hair, where his wife is brown and bald. Or has a ponytail that's, like, just the back of her head. Names have very strong ah sounds in the middle. That's why. I will give you that Draka and Agra are similar levels of like, I don't know, just name it something. But like for the record, you're not alone in confusing them for some reason. I mean, I feel like it's a common mistake. Like I legitimately do only because like I feel like I never interact with either of these characters. I mean, obviously Draka, she's been dead for how long? But like, what has Agra been doing? (laughs) Nothing. She just lives in the mud hut. I mean, I'm sure she moved back to Ogremar when Thrall did, but I think she just plays around with the kid. But yeah, basically you do a quest line with Thrall and Draka, and I don't know, I feel like for the majority of it, it's implied kind of that she doesn't recognize him, and I mean, I think he probably knows who she is, but then like at the very end of it, then it's revealed like that she has known this whole time, and she calls him Goel. It's weirdly kind of cute in a way which is weird with thrall content because it's basically him like nervously being like oh oh agra i have something to tell you i'm actually yours she's like stop now champion we have to do other things and like that happens like eight times during the storyline you also just did the thing (laughs) you you used the wrong name (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, slide. We just talked about no, this. That wasn't even a goofum. I legitimately just said the first name that came to my mind. So, like, does Thrall have, like, mommy issues or something? Or do all of us have mommy issues on his behalf that we always just confuse his lover for his mother? I don't know. I honestly think Draka and Agra sound much more similar than they appear. The way that you have to say that A is just really pronounced. Like, normal names don't do that. You know what I mean? I mean, there's only one female orc that can exist at a time. I mean, you had Draka dead. You had Margra dead. Agra is gone. That's that's them. What like Warlord Greya? She doesn't exist. She's around somewhere. But yeah, <sighs> it's it's basically him just being like, "How do I approach my mother about this?" And then she's like, "Go well." I knew immediately. Okay, the favorite part was that literally she's like, "I see you wear the armor of Ulgrim Doomhammer," and he's like, "Yes." He passed it down to me as war chief. And I'm like, is that not enough for her to realize? Like, obviously, she knows Thrall, you big dummy. Like, she's just playing games with you. And he's like, oh, yeah, I found it uh, on his body. Uh, and she's like, yes, son, I understand. Yeah, I know. Because, like, they were tight. Doomhammer and Duratan, like, weren't they cool? Well, until, like, yes. he betrayed him or they were. They were best pals until Duratan and his wife got just beat up and just killed. By Thrall <laughs> in that one book. Thanks, Christy. Now, do you think Thrall's going to tell her how alternate Duratan died <laughs> off camera to nobody? <laughs> um, probably not. I mean, I wouldn't care how my AU self died. Really? I would love to know how my AU self died. I'd be really into that shit. I don't really know if there's anyone in the AU who did end up doing well. I mean, you have Ogrim who just is mentioned that he's dead. You had Velen, who I guess just became a big puzzle piece. I mean, at least, at least my dad got a cut scene, you know? That's very fair. And at least I watch it like every other day. When was the last time you actually watched it? It's, it's been a while though, hasn't it? It has been. I think my like Google cache got deleted. So like when I type in why for YouTube, it doesn't automatically go to that video anymore. <laughs> got it. I, I hope that your ass Jeeves cache is still fine out there. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. That hasn't changed since 95. <laughs> that is actually the exclusive thing that I bing every other day. Velen turning into a puzzle piece. Wow, Growl. I'm sure I'm glad you decided to take a nap last week and rest your voice. I hope you have something really cool about the brokers to say. Hey there, everybody. It's your girl, Growlina, here to give you a little break from the goofballery of the other three. I'm here today with Perez, who was discussing with me the attractiveness of the female brokers. For one, I didn't even know there were female brokers. I mean, look at them. Clearly, there's male ones and there's sexy lady ones. You can tell by their voices. Other than them talking, how would you know? Only three to four of them talk, you know. Well, the lady ones have those big child-bearing hips. Excuse me? Child-bearing hips? Are you implying that these ethereal death creatures 
have donks on them. I mean, they certainly have a curve to them, lol. I'm just stating what I'm seeing. Well, Perez, you've given me and my incognito search bar a lot to think about. Until our next revelation, this has been Growl on the Prowl. Oh boy, ha ha ha! What a funny thing he said about brokers. That was no wild seed seeding party, let me tell you. Nope, because he he stuck around for a little bit. He didn't immediately cheat torpedo away. But I have some important news from the micro holiday front. It's time for a micro penis holiday review. Wow. Damn. We're really bringing in all the favorite weird segments today, aren't we? This one has a two-parter, if you could believe it, because I couldn't believe it. Uh, today, April 28th, is Volunteer Guard Day, and I'm the only podcaster who cared enough to do this holiday today. This is the first time hearing of it. I did not know that it was a thing, so... We, d- we did it last year, I-, I think. Basically, you go around your city, Stormwind, obviously... And you talk to a guard. No, sorry. You slash salute your guard. This is all. This is, all this doesn't matter because by the time you hear this, it's gonna be gone. But you salute a guard and you uh, defeat city invaders that basically spawn endlessly within your borders, and you get stupid titles that only last for the day. It's honestly pretty bad. Like, what's the point of doing it? I mean, I guess that goes for all micro holidays. So I guess the real question for micro holiday should be is. Are you enjoying yourself currently because you will no longer be able to enjoy this once it's over? I don't think so. Basically, so I've been doing this during the podcast, by the way. <laughs> While we've been recording, I've been in Starwind <laughs> killing city invaders to get the full experience. Immune's eyes roll. Yeah, you know, I saw him on WoW and I was going to call him out. I'm like, what are you doing in WoW? We have like one rule about recording and that's it. He yelled at me. He said, why are you in WoW? And I said, uh, I'm doing research that you guys didn't care to do. <laughs> <laughs> boy, oh boy, and I'm glad you did give us that hot verdict. Uh, it's gonna be a pretty, it's gonna be a pretty, pretty small micro penis. Um, what's this? A scale is what? Five point two, two, zero to five point eight millimeters. Five Wait, wait. Also, we did establish last time that you can go concave and make it negative if you want so it's not quite concave it's something that like it'd be cool to do if you're coming back to stormwind to do your auctioning if you're poor or if you are an engineer but like who's gonna see this like i don't think this can happen in orbos i'm pretty sure there aren't guards there so i don't know i'm gonna give it a, a two i'm gonna give it a two a one and a half because people are at least talking and being like, what am I supposed to do? And I'm like, you're a guard, act like one. And then they're just like, I hate this. And they leave. So like the people give me jollies. But that's really about it. I mean, I guess that's the one reason we kind of liked Balloon Day, right? Yeah. Like I've killed 30, 34 invaders and I have the temporary title Defender of Stormwind, which is like whatever when it comes to temporary titles. God, 34? I feel like that's like five times the amount of enemies the average Stormwind guard will see in their life. That's the thing, too. So, like, city invaders just randomly spawn in, and then, like, they're just, like, they're, like, stealthies that, like, spawn in the middle of, like, the bank. And I'm like, why would you attack somebody in the bank? Like, you're gonna get rocked. Like, what are you doing? And once again, yep, invader got rocked. Dead. (laughs) It's kind of stupid. I don't know. But this also ties into last time's micro-holiday review, 
March of the Tadpoles. I don't know if this is intended by Blizzard or it's a bug, but baby, we're going to test this shit. My mage is still currently out at the location where this where this takes place and flips or flops, flops. The murloc still is with him right now. It's been uh, 23 days. Flop is supposed to go away mm. after one day slash once you leave the area. If I never leave the area, can I keep flops for a full 365 years? Days, not years. <laughs> I don't know. Can you keep them for 365 years? Slide? You will you pass have the secret your to immortality? account on to your to the next generation. You'll say whatever you do, keep Deoxyribose alive, but never move him. Every week, check on flops, please. Because what if this comes around to the next tadpoles, and I could pick a different Murloc, and then I have two with me. I have a feeling it's just going to reset, though. But it's interesting. We we are doing front-end, like, cutting-edge research here on this podcast. Or we're alerting Ian, and he's going to take off his headphones, and he's going to be like, oh, no, they found a bug. Denuser, kill flops. Oh, please, no, Ian, don't kill flops. Hit, hit the big kill switch at the end of the hallway on flops. I like to imagine that just at the end of the hallway, they have a singular switch that is just titled Deoxyribose's Flops. No. This wouldn't have happened if he just picked Bubbler. Bubbler sucked. He had a bad color scheme to him. Who's going to pick fucking Bubbler? Let's talk about what we did in Raid, which is get Aaron's favorite thing, a bat mount. Ooh. Once, I thirsted for bats. I went on a quest for them. Now, I have every goddamn bat in the Shadowlands. Honestly, probably in the game, period. I was going to say, I think Aaron is like the first and foremost bat collector in World of Warcraft at this point. I got them all. I got the Anima one slash daily one that's red. I got the Embercourt one that's black. I got the Achievement one that's black. But it's gem is gray. Ooh. Yeah, so as we've alluded to this week in Raid in our guild, we decided to finish off our Nathria, uh, Glory of the Nathria Raider achievements. We did it on normal, which is kind of cool. I mean, it's cool to like go in and blow it up on my main and like, I mean, I feel like Mr. Slide Whistle has something to say over here about like who he brought to Raid. Yes, I brought Slide Whistle. <laughs> I almost said wild it's, seed. <laughs> it's so it's it feels so weird, like in my mind and hearing you say it. Slide whistle actually bringing slide whistle, which is funny. That was the reaction I got from literally everybody else in the raid. They're like, "Oh my god, the namesake is here!" And I was like, "Oh yeah, guys, I'm I'm playing this guy again." But you guys are never online to see a raid team. Yeah, but basically, like, in the day and a half leading up to Raid, Slide was like, I am going to gear him up. I'm going to bring him to Raid. But this was before we knew that it was going to be a normal achievement raid. So he was fully intending on just bringing, like, an undergeared demon hunter to, like, our heroic full clear. So this ended up working perfectly for him because he, like, fit right in to, like, this normal prog clear and just, you got a shit ton of gear, dude. I mean, so my, my boy came in at eye level 187. 
Sorry. No, no, it is 175, actually. 175. I, I thought it was 178. It's either way, it's 170 something. He walked out of there 194. He's almost 200 if I get these shoulders replaced, basically. He came out He's, strong. He was almost to the level of Booty ATW, and I try on her. She's only 199. I've been slamming that renown down. It's so unfortunate. That the ability that I vibed with the most for Demon Hunter was Night Fae. Because I am just chugging through a story that I've already seen. And I'm just like, please, can we... Holm, Holm High Mountain, please go away. Like, get out of here. Yeah, I feel like this is our problem on all of our alts. Because I alt, on my alts, too, literally every alt I want to play also has to be Night Fae. Like, first off, my Hunter. I guess I could have picked a different Hunter, like, Covenant. But, like, Wild Spirits is fun. I like it. Now now I'm, like, trying to gear up a Druid on both Horde and Alliance. And I'm like, is there a cooler button to press than Convoke? I don't think so. I don't know. And that's what I always base my picks off is button button pressage. And I guess, like, I don't think Night Fae is even the best for Demon Hunter. Which, man, Reddit, once again, has been complaining hardcore about we have to choose our covenants versus what we like abilities and our aesthetics. And I'm like, pick what you want. If you suck, I mean, I guess you're going to suck if you're bad. <laughs> this is something that, like, I've always said. Like, literally all this min-maxing only matters if you are at the top percent of the game. And I'm sorry, people on Reddit, you're not at the top percent of the game. <laughs> I, was li- I was literally just sitting here like, this will only matter if you're good. And I've seen most of you guys. You blow. <laughs> I mean, I'm not good either. It doesn't matter for me either, or else I would immediately switch to Night Fae because that's what all the holy priests are doing. But no, I'm not that good. I'm okay, but if, not that good. If you guys were worth anything, you wouldn't be down in the mud with us. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. We are not in Orgrimmar. Sorry. Yeah, come on. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just speaking as a man uh, podcasting from Stonecore. <laughs> it's got great acoustics. Love that place. But yeah, I mean, it was great. I mean, like, I honestly, I don't think I've earned a bat mount in this game that wasn't from the store. So, like, I don't have any bats, so I w- I'm fine with this. Am I, I'm, am I going to use it? No, but I have it for, like, my gross characters. Meanwhile, I feel like personally I am on the quest for bat as I am daily going out to kill Harika in Revendreth, and I still have not gotten that boy to drop his mount, like... The fuck, Blizz? Like, Aaron got it, like, five times in a week. Where's mine? You're not saying your prayers and eating your vitamins. If you ever get tired of it, I know a cool 5k anima 100 offerings investment for you. Listen, I am currently at 200 anima, period, because I, earlier today, upgraded my Ember Court to rank 5, but, like, that also means that, like, I am broke. Like, I also, like... I realized as soon as I did that, I should have done my souls quest first because then I would have gotten anima. But now when I do it, I'll just get gold, right? Wait, are you? Yes. Yes, 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 correct. I am just realizing that right now. And that anima, <laughs> that anima is humongous. I got 500 anima for being lazy. How great is that? Oh, <laughs> uh, now I don't even feel the need to go and get those fucking souls because, like, I won't use the souls for anything other than, like, in four weeks from now, I'll have enough souls to be capped and then I'll start getting anima, right? Like, that's the only reason. Yeah, and they haven't really said anything about building upgrades going further yet, right? We haven't seen any of that, I don't think. So that's also, like, what, what's going to happen with souls? You know, they're going to have to make something. You're going to have these souls not being used. 
I think about these souls a lot in general because, like, lore-wise, these are souls that were just yeeted into the maw, like, because the mechanism of death was broken, so they weren't properly sorted, and we're just going in there and rescuing them, even though they aren't necessarily destined to go to Revendreth or Ardenweald. Like, we're just rescuing any soul we can find, right? Is it really a better fate to be put into my adventure table than it is to just sit in the mall in this brick pile <laughs> for, like, all eternity? Would, uh, would you rather Would you rather become a maw sworn or be sacrificed so that my conduit points to two extra things? Right, that's the question that's been bugging people in the mall for years. They're just sitting there in cages like, whoa! I wish I could be used for the notion that people heal faster. If I were one of these souls, what I really needed to know, what I need to know currently is what the fuck is happening in Do Not Relent's southeast bracket for the sexiest NPC of the world. Oh, fuck. 2.0. Oh, we got to do that shit. (laughs) They have the eye of the jailer just hovering above them, beaming the results to them. Please, we need to know. Okay, so we we got some rough matchups here. Earlier in the week, I did post this bracket on our Twitter, but I posted this approximately like maybe an hour and a half before Dracoris sent his email requesting that we, well, I feel like it's a little more than a request. It's basically a threat that we add Cragwell back into this bracket or he would taint our water supply. So I added Cragwell to this first matchup because it was, it's the only matchup that doesn't have four people in it. So I guess we're diving right on in to this first matchup. And I don't know, the, the random.org gods are rough here. This is a tough one. We have Sire Denathrius. We have Mela High Totem. We have Akama, not the Shade of. And then we have Kragwa the Huge. I appreciate Kragwa coming back. And he's going to stand on the high ropes. He's going to close his eyes, put his big froggy hands above his head. And like the end of 2011's The Wrestler, he's going to jump doing what he loves and fucking die <laughs> to Sire Denathrius the winner of this bracket. <laughs> also, I'd like to apologize if I said uh, Mela High Totem. It is Mela High Mountain. Even though in the bracket, it clearly says High Mountain. So I am sorry. I mean, I unfortunately, I think I have to agree with Aaron, but we can at least break down some of the nitty gritty because Mela High Mountain, Torin, not sexy. Easy. Done. She she is one of the nicer looking ones, but that doesn't save her from being horde scum. Exactly. After everything we did for them, she still sided with the horde. She probably regrets this. I would. Oh, I was thinking of like, come on, Aaron, pull out your dick and put it in me. That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> I oh thought what we had was special Mela, but you didn't even show up to the second siege of Ogrimmar. Dude, she's going to moo at Climax. We cannot be having that in the apartment. I'm sorry, Mela. <laughs> Akama, not Shade of Akama. So not as sexy because you're not as dark and mysterious as your alternative ego. Yeah, no one I think goes I agree for with the that. first guy in the dating sim. The best friend character. That's all you are, That's Akama. That's basically all he is. Now, Kragwa actually does give Sire Denathrius a challenge in this bracket. Both of them are big time fathers. Both of them have tons of sh- shitty little kids out there 
doing all kinds of little rascal things. So basically, you have the father of all Venthyr and apparently Nathrezim, effectively. And then you have the father of literally every fucking Murloc that has ever ganked you in your life. Murlocs and his little frog buddies. That too, right? Like, he's got all kinds of things. However, I will contest. So my, my Facebook chicken group recently showed me just exactly how chickens do a cloacal kiss as birds. Boy, howdy, have I never been more turned off to sex than a cloacal kiss. He immediately showed me this diagram as well, and I was, uh, uh, I don't, I don't exactly know how to describe the emotion I felt when I saw this. Just basically, how they summed it up was they connect their vents, and one vent spews all kinds of nastiness into the other vent, like a garbage chute system, shuffling their kids around organs. I'm pretty sure some, like, random person from the middle of nowhere commented that exact phrase that you just said in that chat as well, so... But Krogwalk got a... He got a redemption shot, and maybe we could have rearranged his bracket so he didn't get completely blown out by Daddy Dick Denatrius. Because his kids... His kids are hot. Krogwalk's kids... I can't call a murloc hot, can I? I don't know. King Murgle Murgle's pretty sexy. We did name him sexiest NPC of the week. King Murgle Murgle is sexy. You you fucking right there. And don't you fucking come for us. He has 100% real Murloc. Yeah, look at his antennae. They're real. So, should we cast our votes, guys? Sire Denathrius. He's got a shirtless portrait of himself. and He's so hot. He's so hot. For the record, Decorus, I am throwing one vote for Craig with a huge because I feel like it was unfair about how it shook out here. I mean, I don't know if anyone can beat Sire Denathrius in this bracket, so that's really unfortunate. I'm not going to lie, the Southeast bracket, whoa, whoa, you know what, maybe it's not. I was going to say, it's a pretty weak bracket, but then I scroll down and I'm like, fuck, this is a pretty sexy bottom end. Mm-hmm. You but, see Zaza down there, huh? All right, next but bracket. none of those strong contenders are coming up next, because we have <laughs> Gorok Tool, the Lord of the Drust Undead. We have Susie the Banshee, who I guess is a Death Knight trainer? I had to look her up. We have Arcadia Moa, who is a weapon crafter in the Maldraxxus home base. And we have Mushroom Daddy himself, Marasmius, back from his fungal death. Okay, so I'm reading about Susie the Banshee. I guess there is a goth band named Susie and the Banshees that she's based off of, which is pretty hot. (laughs) But I don't know who the fuck she is. She has, and I, I'm so sorry, Vanderlyle, you threw her up, and I'm going to smack her out of the park. She suffers from, like a lot of Death Knights, from having Wrath armor that never got updated, and she was a looker in her time, but I can't fuck around with that little amount of pixels. I only have one picture, and it's her on this horse. Did she ever get off the horse? No, she's only on this horse. Additionally, we have Arcadia Moa, submitted by Gershom. Arcadia, as we previously said a few weeks ago, is very sexy. She keeps all the goods in check. And, you know, she has the asymmetry to her, which is very sexy. But then, I don't know, I feel like Gorok Tool is worth talking about in general. He does wield a lot of power. He is the head of all of these invading Drust. 
I like a man who's not afraid to take what he wants, especially from when it's from the Ardenwildians. Is he the head of the trust, though? Because he was not there at the invasion point. Uh, Mama, Mama Spectral Banshee Lady, not Susie the Banshee, but an actual person who looks like a Banshee. She's the one leading the trust in Ardenwild. What the Fuskarok Tool doing? What's he been up to? Getting his suit ready when he wins this competition. I think he better put that suit away because you got fucking daddy mushroom ready to fucking spawn kids all over the map. And he's not in a bracket with high competition. (laughs) I'm ready to say, and it might be because I fear Earth Defense Esquire coming and ripping me down in such a way that he ripped Aaron down. And I feel like I need to... uh, back daddy mushroom himself i mean i feel like yeah as slide said it was very unfair the bracket he was placing before i wish he would have made it further and i feel like i gotta i gotta support mushroom daddy this time listen the pollsters aren't always gonna be fair in the seeds that they create but all we can say is that this seed is going to marasmus because i vote for daddy mushroom i'm gonna hop on this train and vote for him as well i would have put it towards arcadia moa but the Daddy Mushroom moves on. Wait, Aaron, did you recognize the sound that I used for the chime last week? Yes, I did. <laughs> what if I told you I got a special time warp timer coming up? <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, moving on. Our third round here is Zaza, the one hot centaur that exists. Member of Data or Detta. We have Stormwind's owned. And number one in my heart, General Hammond Clay. We have KT himself, Kael'thas Sunstrider. And we have the Mistress of Undeath, Helia. So I will say, in general, Zaza being added as a sexiest NPC is my fault. And I will say fault because I feel like she is, uh, I don't know, forgettable in general. First of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, incorrect. Second of all, Aaron caught her a centaur. She's a dryad, not a centaur. Third of all, oh yeah, I have a wow comment from December second, two thousand and eight, from two three 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 six two, and they say, "Well, she's looking quite perky, if you know what I mean." <laughs> and two six honestly, oh, that, eight, that's six, all four. I need to hear. Two two six eight three three four. You have my confidence. I'm throwing my weight behind Zaza. One uh, well, like one month later, two six oh eight six four two thousand nine responds. Yeah, she's kind of cute, smiley face. <laughs> She'll get her. Oh my god, her tits are perky, and for two thousand and eight, this will get a young boy riled up. Unfortunately, I mean that is probably the energy that we had as naming her a sexiest NBC to begin with, because I was you know I was leveling on an alt through Northrend, and I saw her, and I was like, ooh, damn. I, looking at her, I remember why I have strikes against her. It's her tiny little toothpick, toothpick chicken legs. Look at these. You can snap these little thighs, these shins in half. That is looking at them. They are so pencil thin. You, you're right, though. I mean, you guys say what you need to say, but I'm going with my man. Say zero, what you two, need two, to six, say. Three, eight, four, five. Okay, we haven't even talked about hell yeah. She tentacle porn hell mama. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck. Let's go peg us with your tentacle arms. Ooh. Hell yeah. More like hell yeah. There was no 
there was no boss in Legion whose holes I fell into more than my girl Helia. I mean, and you know we were all running into Helia's holes at least like four times a week because that was the dungeon we had to run every fucking week back to back to back. To back to back also, to back. Kel- also, Kael'thas is really hot and Shadowlands came around and they took that cloak off and made him such a punished MCR daddy. Ooh, he's and, looking real good. And I'm sure that we made this joke before, but he's even hotter than before. He's literally on fire. He's literally con- he's made of hot. And he also gets extra DNR points because he's in chains. <laughs> this is actually, I'm not going to lie, a really hard one for me to pick. I actually have not made up my mind on who I'm, who I want to go forward in this. I think I might have it narrowed down to two of them. And I think my front runner is currently Helia. I feel like just the sheer power behind Helia is very sexy and attractive. Plus, we've established this in the past, it's very sexy whenever we face a boss that is, in air quotes, DNR-labeled Nippler boss. And, you know, we had that. It's very sexy. We are literally up in her boobs most of the time when we see her. Literally when we see her in the Maw, you know, and we all all know we have to run this on literally every fucking all because we can't fucking skip it. You are forced into her cleavage. I'm sorry, are you going to mention Nippler bosses and not talk about Zaja <laughs> and her perky tits? <laughs> Let me tell you, I wish Zaza was a boss encounter so I could dive on into those titties. What if I told you guys I have a live Zaja review from Twitter? I did tweet out an image of Zaja and I said, okay, why did Zaja got these little chicken chins though? <laughs> and Scrubs vs. The World, good podcast, check them out, says... Never skip leg day, kids. <laughs> this is one minute ago. <laughs> I am seeing it now. I love these live reviews, but I kind of agree. I mean, uh, in all honesty, I, like I wrote off Zaza a long time ago. <laughs> well, if Zaza's not getting the popular vote, then I'm readjusting mine to hell yeah. I will vote for the infernal internal hottie. Sorry, the infernal internal external hottie, Kalfa Sunstrider in chains. Uh, I feel conflicted because these are my top two, Kalfas and Helia, and I know I was just hyping up Helia, so I gotta stick with her. I think. I think I'm casting my official vote for Helia. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! It hurts though. It hurts. She's not topless she's got her boobs covered she's not in chains she's not on fire but she does have multiple tentacle limbs so our next matchup is it has potential to be kind of difficult as well we have malfurion storm rage we have first arcanist thalrissa thalrissa we have matthias shaw and we have rathion what are your thoughts boys i'm gonna come in here with the negatives first i got two strikes against first arcanist thalrissa First strike, she did not align herself with the Alliance. And people are going to say, because Tyrande made her mad. Whatever. Move on. My second point, her name is so hard to say that it makes me uncomfortable to say it. First Arcanist Thalris- Thalrissa. Thalrissa. This is a double S that gets me. Thalrissa. Thalrissa. I, I, I can't be screaming that name in bed. No. Too hard. Let me just say, like, you don't need to even know their name to have one of your best sexual encounters. Shit! 
I'm just really sad now because I realize, due to the lore, we could never flirt with first arcanist Thorithra in Darnathoth because oh. the latter doesn't exist anymore. Was she ever in Darnathoth? She wasn't, right? She was no. not. Never been. No, she sat oh. in her city till her people burnt it down. She knew that if she was there, that the, the tongue twister would be too strong for people. They couldn't handle it. Well, I'm going to go and I'm going to say that of the remaining three, because first, Arcanist, I don't deal with no traitors. I got to go with my main man, Matthias Shaw. He's hot. He's out there. He's willing to be brave and be Blizzard's like one of three canonical gay characters. And that takes a lot of strength. And also, I learned a lot about his backstory. Um, um, are we forgetting that Raytheon and Anduin are fucking? Hello? Only implied. They don't have the strength to come out and just tell Gen that that's what's going on. Anduin's still like, I don't know, maybe I'll meet with Lady Fairweather. That doesn't make their love any less that they have to hide it because one's a royal and one's a black dragon. One of two left. They have a reputation and the other one, the other black dragon may not be supportive of it. Also, I'm so, pretty sure Flynn Fairwind is going to be a dreadlord. And so when we kill him, I can be the one to console Matthias Shaw. <laughs> so the thing is, like, I'm I'm first off, I think you guys are sleep sleeping on. Get it? Ha 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 ha. Malfurion here. OK, yep. so Malfurion, I, don't like him. I like Malfurion and I think he is classically sexy. He's a daddy. Big beard, old, sleeps a lot. Rich, runs the city, you know, good sugar daddy stuff. Ripped. Ripped as fuck. Can, you can ride in his back in any kind of form. But, like, Malfurion is happily married to Taronda. Would he ever sleep with us over Taronda? I don't think he would. Would he even sleep with Taronda over himself in a 10,000-year sleep? The answer is no, and we've seen it evidence happening. So Taronda well. <laughs> is his wife, and then when he sleeps, he sleeps with Cenarius, his father figure. What would that make me? Third banana? Like, I, I get to suckle some toes every so often? We, no, fuck that. We I'm don't, better than that. Don't tempt me with a good time, Aaron. <laughs> but okay, fine, I'm willing to concede Malfurion and his sexy dad toes, and we can narrow it down to Matthias and Rathian here. What do you guys think? You, I gotta go with Matthias. He hasn't killed me on Mythic a couple times. I kind of want to agree, only because I feel like, even though Matthias is a master spy, which inherently makes you feel like he could betray you, Rathion, like has proven that he will betray you before, and I don't know if he can be trusted. So I feel like I need to trust Matthias here. Rathion's the kind of gay that would be like, yeah, we're using condoms, and then he pulls the condom off before you actually have intercourse. And you're like, I can't trust this fucking dragon dick. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here, dude. He, he said, oh no, it's made of dragon skin. And then you go, and he goes, I wasn't lying. Fucker. Matthias Shaw moves on. So now we go back up to the top of the bracket. We have Sire Denathrius, Daddy D himself, against Merasmius, Mushroom Daddy. This is a strong matchup. Might be the strongest matchup we've seen so far. My fathers are fighting. Daddies are fighting. <laughs> One has long stalks all across the map, and the other just kind of fucks what he wants. <laughs> I mean, am I right? Am I wrong? 
the other one stalks you across the map. He's constantly being like, ooh, I'll send my magic at you. Uh, uh, okay, this is legitimately difficult uh, for me because as a Night Face Stan who loves Marasmus, I feel like he can go so much farther that passing the first round of the Southeast Bracket. But as somebody who's been in Castle Nathria, it's really hard to deny Sire Denathrius's pure, raw sex energy that he gives me four times a week. That's a lot of fucking times to be sexed by this man. Uh-uh. He's fucked us a lot already on multiple difficulties in this raid tier. So, like, he, 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 he gets it. He has gotten it. He will continue to get it. Okay, this is going to hurt me deeply. But I'm just going to lay it out on the line. We already know that Ramornia is moving on to be one of the top four and who's in Ramornia? Sire Denathrius. I don't want things to con- get confusing. I don't want him to be like, well, I'm the double winner. And so, as much as it pains me, I gotta give it to Mushroom Man Daddy. I love how you used your Pegasus voice from Yu-Gi-Oh! as Daddy Denathrius' voice. That's the, the similar level oh, it is, of luxuriousness. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure they both have giant portraits of themselves in their antechambers, Yuki boy. boy. Do you think there's rule? I'm going to hit you with my sword. Is there a rule 34 porn of Denathrius X Pegasus? Because if not, we got to make some. Willing to commission this for my own personal reasons. I I got a cup of grape juice in one hand, my pencil in the other. Let's get gaming. Let's go. Oh my God. This is so fucking hard. Slide whistle. I feel like you need to cast the first vote here. You already cast Aaron cast the first vote already. Did you officially cast your vote? Yeah, Aaron? Mm-hmm. he did. Marasmus. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I am going to cast <laughs> my vote then for Sire Denathrius Daddy D himself. So this means slide whistle. What you gonna what do? What happens if I? Oh, never mind. There's only two in here. I can't vote for Swiss for Susie the bitchy. <laughs> Oh, come on. Why are you going to make me do this? You fucker. You fuckface. You said it yourself. You're the one These who are your daddies. You got to decide between your daddies. This is so This easily could have been this like so hard. Demetrius so versus Garrock Tool. Oh, my God. Uh, I feel like I'm a traitor to my kind, but I just feel like Daddy Demetrius is automatically just like he has a level of sexiness. That exudes to like our human personal level, and that he's fucked us so many fucking times already. Daddy Mushroom is a gentle lover who's like, if you don't want to do these quests, listen, you can come back in four days and do them then. And I do. I mean, there's something sexy about a passionate, caring lover, you know? Fuck. <laughs> I don't want to be the one responsible for eliminating either of these people. I have to put through Daddy D. I'm so sorry, Vince. I let you down. <gasps> what? What's that? I just saw a soul tornado in the distance. <laughs> Vince's rage has unlocked. It's coming. This These brackets suck. We, we need a re-randomizer because this is bullshit. Maybe in the 3.0, we just personally rigged the brackets. Guys, I put these into random.org. It's completely random. Yeah, how about this? So we can't rig it, but we can do what they do in the NCAA with seeds. We can seed people. Obviously, Daddy's in our number one seed. 
there's no way around it. Absolutely no way around it. And it's totally unfair that Marasmus lost so early in the Same for Quagwa. Quagwa could have gone so much farther, but because the randomizer wasn't seated, he got fucked after all the fucking he did. I think this is the real answer. And yes, in 3.0, I think we will officially seed these brackets. Random is too fucking mean. Next competition. We have Helia against Matthias Shaw. Matthias Shaw is gay. I'm voting for Matthias. Wait, is Helia? Wait, we don't know. Whoa, whoa. We, we, don't, don't, we know. don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. We don't this, know. This could be a hate crime real quick. Yo, she would be. She would know her way around a fucking vajinga with those tentacles. Holy shit. Also, <laughs> look at that hairstyle. <laughs> that, that oh, you're right. Yeah, no, you're right. You're <laughs> right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. lesbian to me. You're not wrong. Fuck. Is Helia uh, LGBT I'm, representation? I think she is. I think she is. I feel like Helia might own a Subaru. I think she's my VOTE representation because I'm doing Helia. I can see. Except, wait, hold. Oh my God, this is so hard. Okay, you know what? Matthias Shaw has officially already made it farther than Flynn Fairwind, <laughs> and he can hold that above his head for sex later. I'm going to vote for my girl in Birkenstocks. Hell yeah. Let's go, bitch. So my vote doesn't matter, I guess. Let's, let's go, hell yeah. Who would you have voted for? Um, To be honest, I also probably would have voted for Helia, but officially I'm going to vote for Matthias so that he doesn't feel lonely in this competition. If you say it's a pity vote, it makes it a pity vote still. Yeah, are you gonna? I didn't say that. Are you that. gonna make Matthias Shaw, fictional internet man, upset? Are you gonna tell him it was a pity thing? He'll string you up like his grandma. Oh no, no, that is grandma. I'm not boat. Wait, so now we have is it the Nat Threes versus Helia. Is that our final one? Mm-hmm. That is our final matchup of this bracket. We are determining the last contestant in the final four for the sexiest NPC of the world 2.0. I'm really feeling the lore of Butch Lesbian Helia. I did not think this lore would come through so late, but I think it's a really good aesthetic for her to pull off. She is a true contender to Daddy D. I'm conflicted because I feel like I just need to immediately like throw myself... In front of Sire Denathrius. He is, in fact, Daddy D. I feel like the community has collectively termed him Daddy D. Like, beyond just us, where we call, like, any random NPC Daddy because, like, we are... Because because we have a problem, because basically, we're and we have to name deviance. a sexy... If. <laughs> right, exactly. You're right. I vote Daddy D. I feel like Helia has had a nice run here, but I also have to vote for Daddy D. Well, all I gotta say, it doesn't matter, but... I was going to vote Helia because I feel like all of her outfit works. I often look at Daddy D's shoes and it's a real what are those moment. But I guess those big pointy clod hoppers are making their way into the finals. <laughs> Congrats, so. Daddy D. You move on. And we have our final four locked in. We are talking. We got the Stone Golem. We got Ramornia. We got Urel. And we got Daddy D. That's a pretty hot foursome. A lot of rocks being thrown around there. And I suppose our finale normally happens at our first annual Best Bakers Award Show. In this case, the second annual, first annual Best Bakers Award Show. That's that's coming. That'll be two. Top two, bottom boot, medium moo time. Uh, Aaron, I'll, I'll first. Go, I'll go. I'll go first. Today is a top two. Uh, Cubby Bub and I finalized our wedding venue and date. 
Ooh, that's a top toot of all toots. Ooh, child. 2022, question mark? Yes, late 2022. I don't want any internet creepsters to to go and find (laughs) it, but it's happening. What about you, Immune? What is your TTBBMM? Well, I am going to do a combination top two, bottom boot. My top two is that I have a bat now because of these achievements. My bottom boo is that I don't have the bat I really want from Harika, this daily quest in Revendreth. I want that bat. That's the coolest looking bat. You don't know what you got till it's gone. They paved paradise and put up a bright red bat. A parking lot, apparently. I don't know. So basically, that is my combination. I am very conflicted and annoyed. Blizzard, give me the fucking bat. I am on the quest for bat. Slide whistle, what you got? Fucking bottom boot. Boot. My bottom boot. Boot. My bottom boot this week is obtaining a legendary on alts is so fucking annoying. Yeah. I wanted my demon hunter to have his legendary before normal raid. And I was doing this on Tuesday, the day we raid. And I identified where my best legendary comes from. It comes from Maleficent Mana Storm in the other side. It doesn't matter what you do it on, normal, heroic, mythic, it can drop. It has a chance to drop. I literally ran this dungeon 14 times before it dropped. And it involves me killing the Mana Storms, the boss number two of the other side. And then when I didn't get it dropped for me... I had to leave and requeue, which means that I'm fucking over other people by leaving the queue, making them sit and refill, and I'm wasting my own goddamn time by constantly sitting in queues to get this fucking thing to drop. It dropped for me at 8.30 p.m. We raid at like 9, but in reality, it's like, what, like 8.45? I had to run down to the fucking Primus slash Runecarver and be like, here, take this, here's my shit. Build this for me, hurry. And it just, it sucked. You also did fall asleep during this this uh, endeavor because we were watching Mortal Kombat That's a movie. double bottom boot. The Mortal Kombat movie was so fucking bad. And I get what they were trying to do was recapture the 90s essence with no-name actors. But holy fucking shit was it. I fell asleep during the movie in my dungeon. Every, everyone go and find MK Ice and Fire's playthrough of mk10 or 11 it's like three times as long but you'll get eight times the story so much better but it's funny the the one that i fell asleep on like that dungeon was the one that dropped the legendary <laughs> so thanks for no combat for that i guess of course it was you know but yeah that's my quick bottom boot but we're getting a little long here so with that we're out of here if you have any comments questions complaints if you want to send us anything mad about npcs who didn't make it uh i don't know let us know at do not relent pod at gmail.com or tweet at us on twitter at do not relent pod you can also leave us a review on warcraft radio or apple itunes the better one for us our show do not relent what about you guys where are you at you can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. I guess I'm also a streamer now, so you can follow me on Twitch at Immunization DNR. 
You can find me, Aaron the Human, at TheBigAcheesy on Twitter.com. You can read our literary musings at DoNotRelent.LiveJournal.com. And if you want to see me goof around with some nice vertical screens, once again, it's Twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. With that, we're out of here. I haven't streamed yet, but follow me on Slide Whistle. That's my account. I'm going to surprise stream one day with no announcement to one people, and I'm not afraid to do it. He's ready for it. Okay, but uh, bye. And remember, another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.